going on a walk. Just got a voice mail from my son's principal. Uh, he brought some stay-at-home day magnets to school and I guess put some on some lockers or talk to some teachers and was told he can't do that. So we'll see what comes of that uh, conversation. Uh, but this is in the wake of uh, me speaking at the school board meeting on Monday, uh, which the principal referenced in her voicemail. So it seems like by placing a lot of attention on this April 20th, the idea is expanding. And that's what a social movement does. It expands an idea. So, George Floyd. Uh, all of a sudden people are talking about white supremacy. I mean, there had always been people talking about it, but in the popular culture, consciousness was raised. So, in that regard, the uh, stay-at-home day has been successful in that sense that already ripples, ripples are happening through relational processes that people hear this idea, they talk to other people about this idea. So it's beyond anything I thought would have happened. So I'm pretty excited about it. Still there's fear in terms of what's gonna happen. Should I be doing this, you know, the critical parent? Uh, but I think this is just podcast material. I don't actually care. I've been, I've been focusing more on nihilism, kind of indirectly. When you stop studying Zen, then you're like, wait a minute. Nihilism, you don't even believe in nihilism. So that, that's my home. Uh, so whatever happens here happens, not for a reason. The universe is amoral. So there won't be a reason it happens. Uh, it'll happen. And it'll be another dead end. So what else do I want to say about this subject? I think I avoided fear my entire life. And so now you know, I, I, I st in the in the lecture uh, from the most recent conference I did, I do this I did this confession little experiment. And I ripped it off from Roger Hallam. I'm human. I'm actually an ordinary, everyday sort of guy. In fact, I'm a bit of a fuck up. I haven't been very good at my relationships. I failed at businesses. My mother, my father, they both died in the last five years. I sat by the bed, by their, on their deathbed. I knew there was nothing I could do about it. I know that I'm going to die. My body will turn to dust. I'll be forgotten. 
I get depressed, and to be honest, I don't know what to do about it. And I suspect that many of you are a little bit like me, right? Behind that sheen, behind the positivity, you know you're a bit of a fuck up too. Maybe some of you think you're gods, but I suspect you're not. And there's this old idea, isn't there, that in order to connect with each other, we should confess. So I'm going to make a little confession to you. I've been a vegan for 34 years, but when I get a bit down, I buy myself some milk chocolate. I never said that to an audience before, but there you have it. It was such an amazing lecture he gave and think about it you listen to this podcast of course you watch all these smart people on youtube but what do you actually remember you don't remember anything unless it's out of the frame of reference i like doing experiments in a minute i'm going to take my shirt off don't panic it's not illegal no one's going to get hurt it requires a little bit of courage so let's do it he took his shirt off <laughs> he's like a 60 year old man or something just take it took his shirt off and put it back on he actualized the contradiction of being a human person uh, is that we deceive ourselves others manipulate and there's really nothing we can do about it except try and do something about it so Hallam has this little confession thing. And when I did that in the talk, everybody lit up like a Christmas tree, like they're in their child's state. So I just gave them permission to break the rules. I said, look, I'm not supposed to get up as a social worker and say, I'm a, you know, drug addicted anarchist. Uh, and I say that, and then they're like, oh, I can actually say that that thing I don't want to say to somebody and people will just think it's funny because your idea of what you shouldn't do, somebody else is like, what are you, an idiot? Of course you could do that, who cares? So this is what it means to undermine authority is our own cultural conditioning. What those voices are saying in our head so you actually don't have to listen to them. And it's very interesting what happens I just call it becoming a real person because you realize you've just been, you know, promoting this idea of yourself for a long time. Well, it's March 21st, so we got less than a month. Uh, so <laughs> there will, there will be relief. Uh, in the meantime, it won't feel that way all the time, but it's exciting. It's really cool to uh, find courage to do something. What counts in the world today is courage. The courage to put values into action. You can have values, 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 but unless you act, they don't mean anything. I do civil disobedience, Extinction Rebellion does civil disobedience. 
the first time the first time I did civil disobedience, my legs were shaking. I was blocking a road. After I'd done it 15 times, after I practiced that muscle of courage, I took a book to read when I was sitting in the road. Nowadays, when I go to court, it's just another thing I have to do that day. It's on the list. I ultimately don't know what I'm talking about, other than that I'm walking next to this river. It's pretty nice out here. Place of no place. And so as I'm recording this, every once in a while I get self-conscious of <laughs> that I'm recording this. And then I, you know, sort of a brain hiccup. And it, don't get me wrong, I'm holding headphones so I'm pretending that I'm talking on the phone. And there's still a self-consciousness of what's happening. I think that's interesting about ego consciousness. So, mark my words, April 20th, I'm taking a break from this effing podcast. I don't work for anybody. <laughs> Even for myself, I will not work for myself. So I'm quitting April 20th, series three ends, take a break, do something different. But I think it's gonna be quite interesting than series four, which is why it's not, it's gonna take a while to do. <clears throat> started talking about it in the conference I did last week because I kept making fun of Ron DeSantis. I kept calling him Rick and I was laughing. I made myself laugh at, but I laugh at most of the jokes I attempt. So DeSantis plays this game. If it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for woke ideology, if it wasn't for the elites, you know, this, this Marxist, Stalinist, you know, indoctrination of our kids, then America would be great. And he's saying it as the top gun. He's maverick. He's an outsider. I mean, this is the oldest playbook, or this oldest play in the book, game in the book, whatever that ex expression is. So DeSantis is positioning himself from the victim and then moving to the persecutor. Challenge him on something. He'll go on angry attack mode. And so, I'm, you know, these ideas with some of the politicians and then the games related to tech and mass shootings, that's what I'll be trying to write about and then I'll be trying to record on the podcast. Games fascist play. That's that's what I'm thinking. Will come up down the pipeline here. In the virtual world, there's no pipeline. You'll just listen to the next one uh, whenever you want. Be there. But this is the process. A lot of walking by the river, talking to myself, recording it. 
editing it, uploading it, you see the problem with uh, me incorporated that I have to I have to pitch while I'm walking next to the river. I'm like it's like required work. Hence why on April 20th take a take a break from podcasting. I'm not actually a podcaster. I don't know what the f- I'm doing with podcasting. Peace.